Welcome to the Coast Conversation Women of Co series, where we're bringing you a short episode every day this week of host Samantha Dunn interviewing accomplished, inspiring, and badass women. Today's guest is Elizabeth Turk, who was awarded the MacArthur Fellowship in 2010. Turk has been described by art critics as part artist, part scientist, and part mathematician for her astounding marble sculptures that defy gravity and make stone appear as delicate as lace. She and Sam get into her background, her journey, and when she knew she could. First off, who was the woman who inspired you in your life, whether personally or professionally or both? I'd say both. My mom, for sure. I always talk about my mom as the first installation artist. Yes. But it just took so many years to realize what she was because she's she creates setting Uh and then steps back and or environment. She creates environment and loves to have everybody come in and you know sort of see what happens. Uh And I I love that about how our childhood was. Um, you know, there were, yeah. it was magical. So was she, she's magical. not a trained artist. She just had that instinct for ge- that, generosity yeah. and the aesthetic and everything Yeah, and combined. creating environments, truly. I mean, it, again, I didn't look at it as, yes. as that, but there was sort of a magical spirit to yeah. the, you know, to mornings or to uh, events or to, you know, it just, it was unusual. How now, fabulous, how fabulous. For us, it was just a big when did you realize you could? I could. <laughs> However you want to interpret that. When did you realize um, you could? As far as pursuing a creative life, mm-hmm. I think that there were many coulds. Mm-hmm. It was not just a singular moment because I think I kept trying to convince myself that was not a good decision. Uh, I think that not a practical I think decision. It's not, not a yeah. practical decision. Uh-huh. It's not. It's such a brutal life mm-hmm. because you expose your passion to everybody's criticism, uh-huh. and you, yeah. as once you do that, you take away that environment of safety and refuge that you have so for me it was a very long slope of coulds before it it sort of surprised me it was and then it could <laughs> I love that I love that yeah I'm sure you find it in yeah. writing as well yes, absolutely. I mean, you kind of can't escape it mm-hmm. you try different things mm-hmm. and that's the that's the element that keeps it's in you and so you keep pursuing it in an odd way Mm -hmm. even when you're trying to pursue something else Mm -hmm. and you only later recognize oh (laughs) friend of mine who's an astrologer once said that my career she said she said your ambition you're like you're like a crab you you move sideways right (laughs) you never move directly toward it but you always end up getting there yeah. I always think about that, right? It's true. Moving, moving sideways, but we, we somehow make that yeah. progress. I, and I think creative pursuits are often a weave. Mm-hmm. You know, it's because it's so much more an outlook, yeah. and it's not necessarily a driven pursuit. It's, yes. it's a practice of how you're going through your entire life That's of right. weaving these things of interest and curiosity and... Yeah. Well, awe, wonder, all those into one lifestyle, and yeah. then hopefully you can just sustain it. Yeah, hopefully that's you can make that, a living at it, which is that, a, yeah, that's always the problem. The trick. What did you wish you'd known earlier that you know now? Mm, that's a difficult one. I watched my nephews, you know, one of those common apps was to write a letter to your earlier self, and 
I feel like that's an impossible question because I want desperately to shield that younger self from mm -hmm. the edge of the cliff and falling over. Mm -hmm. But without having had those free fall moments, mm -hmm. I wouldn't have had the strength of my convictions that mm -hmm. I have now. Mm -hmm. And so I want to protect those vulnerabilities. But I also want to just say, no, go put them all out there. Because um, as I told my dad, you know, at the end of my life, I want to be totally spent. <laughs> you know, that I've, I've just, I've yeah, exhausted. Just a dry hole at the end. Yeah, all, yeah. Uh, all the different aspects that I could be, um, I've tried. Mm -hmm. But yet, I definitely, if my child said that, I would just say, try everything you don't have to you know there's there's a safety yeah. too but um but uh, I don't I don't think I would have listened to myself so I'm glad I don't, <laughs> I don't have to tell myself one last question what do you want for other women I want everything I want other women to be able to pursue a life of curiosity without trepidation and with great respect I think more than anything and having my goddaughter in turn this way I've seen her at 16 and the world of possibility open to her and her mind is something I just want to protect I want to make the impossible possible for them yeah that's it I love you that is today's show, and that is the finale of the Women in Coast Week. We were supposed to have one more show tomorrow, but the sound file got a little corrupted, so we're just going to have to sit Dr. Shiesta Malik down and do a full show sometime in the near future. I'll let you know when that's coming out. So we'll be back in two weeks on our regular schedule. If you'd like to learn more about what Elizabeth is up to, she is the commissioned artist for Laguna Art Museum's Art and Nature Festival 2018. It's part of the museum's centennial celebration. For that, Elizabeth's been creating multifaceted work. You can learn more about that at theshorelineproject.org. If you liked the music, check out Passages by Lee Offenhauer on iTunes. Hit us up on social media, CoastMagOC. Subscribe, rate, and review to the show wherever you get your podcasts. Email us. We'd love to hear from you. Coast at coastmagazine.com. That's it. Let's go get some coffee.
The Coast Conversation is a product of Southern California News Group.